if you're going to go all in with LeBron James, you need to go all the way in. I have nothing against those guys, right. but it's the wrong pick of talent for what LeBron needs. Right. Paul George needs to be an MVP candidate, not an all-star. Chris Broussard here, and welcome to the brand new Hoops on Fox podcast. This podcast will give you your daily dose of all things NBA from Fox Sports, including the best content from Skip and Shannon, Nick Wright, plus special guests, fresh NBA content from myself, post-game interviews from NBA stars around the league, and much, much more. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Up first, Katina Mobley explains why the Lakers should turn to Ty Lue if they get rid of Luke Walton. Going to bring back Ty Lue, and I, I actually probably think this is the right play for the Lakers. If you're going to go all in with LeBron James, you need to go all the way in. Put the onus on him. Give him the coach that he wants. And now sit back and say, it's on you. We gave you everything you want. Yep, exactly. If you're going to be the one selling this ship, let's give you the crew you want. Let's see how far we can go. I um, mean, he checks the box also for the Lakers, being a former Laker and a champion as a former Laker. They hired a Byron Scott kind of in the same mode, same thought process uh, to get them through some of their darker years. Well, they're still in the dark times, but now you have LeBron James. So give him the crew he wants to see where it goes. Yeah, I, li I like that with uh, Ty Lue. Uh, I've always been a fan of Ty Lue. And having LeBron James, like you said, if you're going to invest in LeBron James and you know that before he got here, he was just a stone cold winner, eight straight finals, you have to fully invest to see what you're going to get from it. And then put the, put the pressure on him that, okay, I got you your coach, I got you your players, I got you this, I got you that. Now what are you going to give us kind of thing? And I think, I think with Ty Lue coming in and LeBron James' demeanor, <clears throat> who LeBron James, and he demands so much not only from himself but his coaches and the people around him, I think Ty Lue can handle that. I agree as well. You know, 60%, you know, winning percentage with Ty Lue, with the LeBron James era. This guy's always been a part of LeBron's, you know, maturity factor after the Miami Heat, mm. being able to get back to the finals, you know, year in and year out, and then also putting up a championship in Cleveland. That's his guy. That's an interesting thought, though, right? Him leaving Miami, coming back to Cleveland, and him knowing, okay, I won it with Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Pat Riley, and the Miami organization. Now that I'm coming back to Cleveland, I might feel myself a little more. Teron Lou took that character, took that personality, and said, you know what, I can deal with it, and we're going to win another one. He might have been hard to deal with in Cleveland, too. With I, less talent. Never know. Mm. Potentially. We haven't seen what the Lakers roster next year is going to look like. The only thing I, I, I would be... I'd known Ty Lue since he was a high school basketball mm -hmm, player mm -hmm. in the Kansas City, Missouri area. Great person, great man. My guy. I would be concerned, though, if I'm Ty Lue, when... <clears throat> the player who's now in a desperate situation, mm -hmm. a very desperate situation, he's basically hiring you. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think there were some moments in Cleveland where Ty Lue stood up to LeBron James in, in a big way and it worked out and it was effective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Will he be allowed to do that this time in Los Angeles? You said that in the last segment. Your show was about us... Right, saying your honesty, if we fight against each other, whatever, disagree, agree to disagree, the whole thing. If it was a problem when he was standing up to LeBron in Cleveland, LeBron wouldn't even thought about having him come to the Lakers because he'd have felt some type of way. Because LeBron's on a different pedestal. Ego-wise, the whole thing, he's accomplished so much. And rightfully so, he should be able to be like that because you're successful, right? You don't go back down. So now you have to say, you know what? 
you, you talked back to me, you did this, you did whatever in Cleveland. Now you come in the Lakers, I really respect you. Just like Kobe say. Right. Kobe's like, you know what? I'd rather you come at me than not come at me. I respect you when you're coming at me, when you fight me, Rajah Bell, whoever it is that you are, because now I respect the competition. And I think that's what LeBron wants. And that same right. level, you got to take it, you know, in the huddle, you know, on national television. That's where, you know, those relationships is built. Well, this is going to be a different relationship because Phil Jackson said it famously, uh, there's nothing harder than to coach an aging star. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and now, th this ain't LeBron Cleveland. Oh, right. this boy jumping over the rim. Now he's jumping to the rim. Right. And he's still LeBron. <laughs> he still has all his talents. He may be plateaued or maybe starting to come down. You're going to have to guide that guy down the hill. And that's why Saran Lou's the best fit for him. That's right. What? Well, Again, I, I'm not. Mm. I, I'm not sure if that's what Marcellus thinks, and yeah. I, I kind of agree. Yeah, with, they don't have options Marcellus. though. It's two o'clock at the club. It's just like, look, all right now. I mean, look, <laughs> they looking around. What club. coach? Mark Jackson. I love him. I thought he, but he's not the best fit, even though he may be the best coach. I love it. Uh, it's just they don't have options. It's Ty Lue or who? Well, they all in on LeBron, so there's not yeah. very many choices that they have. But, but let's deal with Marcellus's point in terms <laughs> I love of that one. no. And seriously though. When you are that great, mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm 51 years old, mm -hmm. it's been 30 or 29 years mm -hmm. since I was remotely athletic. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, mm -hmm. even at 51, mm -hmm. I still have these flashes like, mm -hmm. I remember when I could do that. <laughs> and, and then I'll say, oh, sh shoot, I can't. Right. But LeBron <laughs> is just 35, mm -hmm. and he's a different player, but he will mm -hmm. be deluded into thinking he can do the same. I, I said that yesterday when we were talking about his stats. He has MVP stats, but the season is not an MVP season. Mm. So when you get older, like myself, right? When you get older, I'm averaging 20-something in the league, and then when you start getting older, those, I can see the rim, but for me to get from here to there before the defense collapse, <laughs> yeah. it's a little different. And so, is that why LeBron is picking his moments, picking his spots that's, defensively? That's exactly, that's exactly why, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. His, his, yeah. his cast is not the same. Right, his if his calf if his cast was better, those numbers would be a little more important. Right now they're not because your cast is not there, and you can't just uplift your team like you did when you were in Detroit in Game Seven. And in the, sa and the same time, you know you got younger players who got hurt. You know you got injuries all season long. He got hurt. I mean this is this is a different season that he's never experienced in the NBA. You know, for his that's career. why Ty Lue can take that. Yeah, that's he can help him. Yeah. That's why he can help him. He's go gonna that have transition. to that trust. I guess the point Marcel's making and I'm making is he's gonna have to coach him differently mm -hmm. than he did in Cleveland because he's not the same guy. I, I was told that in in that Cleveland championship run, uh, Ty Lue basically year. told Last coach. Year. The championship run when they beat when they won when they beat when they won when they won. The Ty Lue challenged LeBron like, hey man, you have to do it. Not any of these other guys. Right. You have right. Those days are over. Well, say what you just said. You said with lesser talent in Cleveland. Right. Miami had a lesser talent. Now, if he has talent coming to AD, whoever it is coming with him, he what? He don't have to exert himself as much, and he can preserve some of that energy. You know, because if I give you a steady diet, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, you know what I'm going to do in the fourth. Hmm. But if I'm just facilitating, and then. Third quarter, I bust you in the mouth, and then I chill out because somebody else, the other two stars, are doing it. And then the fourth quarter, I jump back on you again. Now, right, there's no steady diet. He's more effective as an individual, and I think Ty Lue can help him. And Ty Lue telling him he's got to do it has a different connotation as you get older because there's different ways that LeBron can hurt a team.
Next, is LeBron declining? Kenyon Martin doesn't think so as he tells Skip and Shannon that the talent surrounding the king is the problem. All right, when you think about LeBron and his game right now, are you sensing a decline? Um, numbers tell you no. Um, better than they have been throughout his career. Um, on a losing team that's not going to make the playoffs. So I don't think so. Um, injuries happen. Injuries are a part of sports. He just haven't had any. Mm -hmm. So people think uh, the people have thought he was invincible. Mm -hmm. but, but he had a serious injury, but it wasn't a major, major no. injury where he avoided the surgery. I'm saying, he didn't have a Nurkic. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't Achilles, yeah. wasn't Achilles right. or ACL yeah. or, or something like that that required a surgery for him to miss, miss a, the entire season. entire season or a significant time. Yeah. But I don't think so. Um, it's just the talent, I, I think, around him was the wrong talent. You know, those guys can play, but I think when you start adding guys that do the exact same thing of the guys that you already have, instead of adding the right pieces with right. your shooters. Like, I have nothing against Rondo. I have nothing against Tyson Chandler. Right. I have nothing against Michael Beasley. I have nothing against those guys, right. but it's the wrong pick of talent for what LeBron needs. Right. Mm. And you handicap Alonzo Ball when you come bring a Rajon Rondo mm. into the situation. Yep. You know, when you bring the same kind of Lance Stevenson needs the ball to make plays, he's Kyle Kuzman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying just so, so, so I don't think it's, LeBron's decline. I just think it's the level of talent that he had around him, or the, the wrong talent that he had around him. And now people are nitpicking. Like I said before, yeah. people are nitpicking everything that he does. He can't do anything right. So it's just unfortunate that he chose to come to LA where everything is more magnified now. And you're LeBron James. So you made this bed, brother. <laughs> Here we go. I also, skipping up, we talked about this earlier, uh, Kmart. And I said if LeBron James was in the four spot, no one would say he's in decline. Not at all. It was because he's out of the playoffs. For eight straight years, he went to the NBA Finals. Obviously, that's not going to happen. For 14 straight years, he's in the playoffs. Obviously, that's not going to happen. So now, we need to pick apart why that didn't happen. That's obvious. Mm. Oh, oh, he's losing. Oh, he's losing it. He's losing. He's not as impactful. We're talking about some of the guys that's in the, you know, he has more, he averages more assists, more rebounds than James Harden who's in the MVP discussion. He averaged more assists, more rebounds than Paul George, who's in the MVP discussion. He's having a better overall season, points, rebounds, assists, than Kevin Durant. But he's in decline. Wow. Only maybe two guys want to be in that kind of decline this year. Come on, Skip. I get it. It's easy to pick apart his game because we're not used to seeing LeBron miss 20 games. Because that's what he's done. You know, he missed eight, what, 17, 18? And then he doesn't play back-to-backs. He sits out, uh, uh, missed a couple, three or four, do the rest. Load management, what they call it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I just believe, I just believe that had LeBron James had this team in the playoffs, the questions mm -hmm. that we're getting asked or the question that the Lakers are floating out there, we're concerned. Or maybe I don't believe LeBron is concerned because I don't think he would ever put that question in his own mind that, I don't know, man. I might be, man, it might be time for me to start to, to facing my NBA mortality, man. This thing might be coming to an end. Mm. I don't believe LeBron thinks that. Mm. Because I believe I believe if you ask him right now, put true serum in it, do you believe you're the best player? And he will answer unequivocally, absolutely. Mm. So his demise is greatly exaggerated. I'm telling you, Skip, you're going to be, you're in trouble. You... Because you, all y'all, all y'all, you know you. I'm in no trouble. Yes, you are, because you are the president of the LeBron James hating club. Really? So I just want you to know. I did not know that. I thought I was the president of the LeBron objective. No, 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 no. So I want you to understand this. In 2019, 2020, yeah. you're going to be sorry. 
you had this discussion. I admit I don't stalk him, you know, like somebody I know across the table, but that's okay. Right? Stalk him in Beverly Hills. No, I would just happen to be out. We are the same. drive-bys? No. I don't sleep on LeBron sheets. I don't wear LeBron jammies. I don't know. They're Cleveland Cavaliers, so I don't use them anymore. It's all Cleveland Oh, you threw them out? Yep. Or you kept them as keeps? Nope. Of the memorable run. His age 33 season a year ago was something, man. It was something. The 34 was starting out to be something until he got hurt and they missed in the playoffs. I'm going to defend the man who wrote this just for a moment again because I know Brian Windhorst and nobody knows more about LeBron James than the man who wrote this powerful piece. He's been covering LeBron since middle school in Cleveland or in Akron, Ohio. Okay. And he's just asking some questions that shocked me that Brian would even ask. Like we've come to this point that at least Brian is saying we need to ask these questions. Is this season, which was obviously an off-season for whatever reasons, is it health-related? Maybe. Is it age-related? Maybe. Is it interest-level-related, as you read in the lead to this? Yeah. Maybe. Is he spreading himself a little thin in Hollywood? He's got Space Jam 2 coming up, and he's got his irons in so many fires. Is it too much... To be in L.A., to, to be in this weather, to be near the beach, to have the mansion in Brentwood, is, is it too, you know this place because you live here. Is it, is it too much of a distraction for him? Is his focus not what it used to be in Cleveland? Maybe. So Brian's just asking questions, and he, and he says, he wrote this, and I'm, I'm going to take it to my bank. You, you can dismiss you can. No, I'm not dismissing it, but my only thing he, is. He says, these are questions sometimes being asked within the Lakers organization, within James' own support team, and even by LeBron James himself. Listen, if he writes that, you better trust it. So at least LeBron's saying, I wonder what happened. What, what happened? Is it like going? I, listen, I respect Brian and all that. Why should I respect something from a guy that ain't never played? That he ain't, okay. he's not LeBron. I know, like, but he knows. If this come, no, hey, nobody knows. Just because you hang around a guy, you've been covering a guy, don't mean you know the way the guy thinks, the way the hey, guy but feels. Don't, but don't say because he didn't play. Like, there are a lot of team builders. I'm like, with it, but them, but him. Just, Buford who built yeah, the I'm with you. Yeah, of course, he didn't play a league basketball. He is not R.C. Buford. You can't put him in R.C. Buford in the same category. Let me ask you a question, though, Skip. Why wasn't he writing this when they were in the fourth seed? Well, Why did he? The year hadn't played out yet. We just saw it happen. It and I'm not out, saying it played he's just out. asking the question. He's oh, not drawing conclusions. Let me ask you a question. Honestly, like okay. And, and I and I have no reason to doubt this. But if they were in the four seed, does Brian Windhorst write the same piece? Heck no. But Why not? Why not? His age is still the same. He's still 34. His number's still the same. That's what I'm saying. His PER player efficiency rating Who? it plummeted down the stretch. So is his that fault they have that they lost losing? a shocking so, so number of games since he came back. Mexico, does, does losing equate into that number? Well, sure it does. So therefore, it it's, it's not all on him, though. It happened. But okay, it's, well, you it's make good point. Eight eight. I, I agree. It's not all on him. Okay. So that but, question wouldn't be valid, like Shannon said, if they were in the fourth seat. But his the, age still the 34. Still having 27, eight and eight. Was, what? There's a case can be made that players don't often have bounce-back years in the season in which they turn age 35. And I don't even care about the 35 number. I care about year 17 in this league. Right. With what with, I, I had all the numbers yesterday. The, 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 the minutes numbers for oh, this guy 50, are 50, staggering. 55,000, I think. 55,000 because he went to eight straight finals in right. the 56. East. Uh, 56,000. Yeah. 56, He's going to play a lot okay. more. Okay. okay. I hope so. I <laughs> will. You, trust, you me. trust me. I hope so. You hope Magic but, and but, Rob Palenka do their job. 
Okay. You know what? It's amazing. You know, I have nothing but respect for Magic Johnson. I've talked to him a lot mm-hmm. about basketball. And did mm-hmm. he put this team together or did LeBron put this team together? Magic put because this team together. everything you said about you got this Magic guy, who's Rob that Blinken. guy? Roger, okay? Magic, Magic and Rob Blinken put this okay. team together. Should Magic be on the hot seat? I don't even know. LeVar Ball made this big point on our show that Magic's more Luke of a figurehead on, now, right? Luke on the hot seat. So why shouldn't oh, Magic definitely. be on the hot seat? Okay. Well, Luke's seat's you know about to go cold. Yeah, so, he's so, be, listen, so, him and, it, right? so him and Magic not tied together? In yeah. this? Okay. You mean so you Luke? Bring, Luke and Magic okay. not tied together in this? I mean, Luke's irrelevant to me now because he's just going to be. And so should Magic be. Magic okay. picked that talent. Okay. Magic went out and signed Lon's, um, Rondo. Magic went out and signed Lance Stevens. Then? Why wouldn't it be? Oof, that's, that's a powerful statement. You're going to fire Luke for coaching the team. Okay. Luke didn't pick the talent. How much does Rob Polinka have to do with this? I don't know. I, I don't said th- at the beginning, when, you, when they were putting this team together, I said, this makes no sense. Well, we all said You that. and me both. I was like, all three of us. Yeah. I said, LeBron James <laughs> had his best years. He had shooters. And now, all of a sudden, he doesn't have anybody. Okay. I mean, Caldwell Pope can have he can have games here and there. The Josh but, Hart kid. The, yeah, but, and Josh Hart plays hard. Yeah. But that's not what LeBron, if you look at JR, and JR was as enigmatic as he was, and you know, hey, you never know what you're going to get. But Kevin Love, he had shooters. When he, Mike Miller and the Ray Allens and the Rios and Shane Battier. Channing, yeah, th- that's what he's used to, Skip. I, no. They don't have anybody. Because all those guys on the fast break, what would they do, Skip? They would run to the three-point line. Now guys run to the front of the rim. Mm-hmm. That's not what LeBron is used to because he's used to getting downhill. I, I've told you a thousand times, LeBron James is the greatest three-point assist passer yes. in the history of this game because he can see over everybody and he rises up and can cross-court, yeah. like skip yeah. pass it across yeah. to open How many times have you seen that this year? Okay. You, well, they don't have it. They went yeah. and got, what's his name, your Carolina kid. Reggie uh, Bullock. Reggie Bullock. Okay. Mike Muscala. Oh, okay. That was a like, like, so like squalor. Like, have nothing, like those good guys, but you just, like, okay. who's picking those guys? LeBron not picking those guys. Right. So that's my, it's your guy Magic that's picking those guys. Right. I so love Magic. I still love him. Okay, he's a great, listen, great player, right? I know. Great NBA, listen, one of the greatest of all time, correct? I think he's yes. got a great basketball. Is Phil Jackson that's one of the, the, I put him in the same kind of, uh, as Phil Jackson. Are you sure great coach. Listen, he's great coach, LeBron, right? Right. When you sign LeBron, you have to sucks hand at him picking the ta- Listen, sucks at picking talent. You Magic, sure LeBron didn't pep. say, I want these guys? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. LeBron knows who, 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 who has been his teammates, where his bread has been buttered at throughout the years. He knows that. He's not going to come in here and be like, listen, I need Lance Stevenson. <laughs> I need Rajon Rondo. Listen, I need Tyson Chandler. Listen, these guys, look, I have nothing against them guys. Especially, but, especially in a new job, Skip. Yeah. You think I'm going to come here and say, look, this is what I need. Pop. This is what I need, FS1. I need when you come into this team. Now, maybe you're far, Skip. Mm-hmm. You know, I might be right. asking for a few right. things. I'm you saying, like, this team, the Lakers, like, uh, okay, if you're somewhere else, I get it. I need a shot. But winning, a shower. winning here is okay. priority, right? For the record. <laughs> yes. Will he bounce back in year 17 with a great year? Yes. Year? Great. Absolutely. Okay, if he does, so, it will be his greatest great, achievement. So great is what, though? Be, yeah, what, what is like great? A monster year. What is, like, so, what like is, so, so better than 27, 8, eight? Seed. I don't know his Okay, okay let's So it has, it has to have better talent, better pieces around him. I, I'm so, okay. with you, but. He gets, let's just say for the sake of argument, he's the, he averages 25, 7, and 9. Okay. And he's the third of the four seed. Is that a bounce back season? No. Because the points fell. You, you said earlier you'd like to see What about the playoffs came? So what okay. if the numbers are the same? 27, 8, and 8 next year. 
and they're the three seed. Will he be an MVP candidate? He should be one. He's, he won every. He's won every year. Okay. Will he's he NBA candidate every top year. Three. If you if you do that, that's a monster year. Skip, he missed the playoffs. The only reason we're having this discussion is because he's not in the playoffs. Okay. If that's he's it. in the playoffs next year, that's not a bounce back with 25, 8, and 8? Year 17. Yes. Think about that. Yes. Then, then he would be – that would be all time. Yes. To, to have a year in which you're in the MVP the NBA, conversation. Hey, the NBA is set up today. for him, though. Yes. If we're Skip. arguing about LeBron, is Listen. he the MVP or is it James Harden? The, the no. NBA is set up for LeBron to keep averaging these numbers. Okay. There's no, there's no resistance for him on the basketball court. <laughs> well. There's no resistance. Here's his only challenge right now. The NBA is set up for him to average 27, 8, and 8 until he's done. Following that, Antoine Walker says consistency from Paul George will be key to OKC's success. This is a tough, tough one because you don't know which OKC team you're going to get. Mm -hmm. You don't know which Paul George you're going to get. Paul George needs to be an MVP candidate, not an all-star. Yeah. You know, he needs to play at the level that he was playing at early in the season where we thought he was really in that conversation mm -hmm. of being the MVP. Um, but I think in the seventh spot right now is a good spot for them to be in. I think they will give the Denver Nuggets everything they can handle. I think they will have a legitimate opportunity to beat the Nuggets. They need to stay away from Golden State. They would need to get going in the playoffs and, you know, get a series under their belt before you want to go against a Golden State or Houston Rockets type team. So I think if they could stay in the seventh spot, and I know it's tough sometimes when you get to this point to try to pick your opponent because obviously the West is so it, bunched it's up. It's impossible right now in the West, yes. more so this year than any year I can remember. To pick your opponent, yeah. One-two is a half-game separation. Three-four is a half-game separation. And five-six-seven-eight is two games of separation. So even if you could say, even if they could lock in the seventh spot, they don't know if that's going to be Denver or Golden State. Like, mm -hmm. the, and so I know Golden State ended up pulling away last night. That was a one-point game in the fourth quarter against yes. Memphis, like mm -hmm. with a fully healthy Golden State team. So it's going to be – there's going to be a lot of just final day of the season, how it falls, what, what team you get in the first round. Are you on Golden State's side of the bracket or the other side of the bracket? So if you set that part of it aside, the question is, what's the best version of the Oklahoma City Thunder? And the best version of the Oklahoma City Thunder, in my mind, is a team that has been defending at this level all year, continues to defend at this level, but you get the Paul George you were seeing in January combined with an under-control Russell Westbrook. Because the I, I had brought up, hey, maybe if Russ, he, he was shooting well post-All-Star break for eight, eight nine games, it, it's a mirage. Like, he, he's not going to continue any type of – any good range shooting from Russ mm -hmm. is going to be short-term gains, not long-term. So it's going to have to be Paul George being dominant, as you mentioned, and a team that uses Nerlens Noel, uses Dennis Schroeder, and can suffocate you defensively with their first or second unit. Uh, they got a couple issues. Uh, the biggest issue is in the playoffs, they're going to be the worst shooting team in the playoffs. You know, especially shooting from range. They are challenged as far as that. Can you win in this new NBA where the referees, so they're going to need some help. They're going to, last year in the playoffs, we didn't have to necessarily have the, the freedom of movement emphasis that we had this year. But last year in the playoffs, man, things got a little more physical than they were during the regular season. Are the referees in the NBA going to allow them, especially if it's Golden State, to handcuff them in that first series? I believe the best matchup is Golden State. 
that they could try to rough them up. I don't believe the matchup with Denver um, is a good matchup for them. Can the worst shooting team in the playoffs, can they really make a mark in the playoffs? Because you don't know which team you're going to see. And as far as Paul George, not to make an excuse for him, but he's really struggled with his shoulder injury. So he struggled shooting the basketball. He hit that typical wall that we see with 10 to 15 games left we thought James Harden was going to hit but we got James Harden dropping 50 dropping 50 60 showing us a video after the game but Paul George he has not to make an excuse since he was in that MVP conversation he's run into a couple things from a shoulder standpoint that have really hampered his let, game and let me add to that I still my question mark with the Thunder is the others Terrence Ferguson, do I trust him? Mm-hmm. Jeremy uh, Grant. Yeah, Jeremy Grant, do I trust him? Then you get, you know, so those guys have to be good. Markeith Morris, are you going to implement him into the rotation where you can get something out of him? We know he can play, you know, he can play well come playoff time. I worry about those guys because I believe that Westbrook can win a game by himself. He can have one of those moments. Mm. Paul Joyce can win a game by himself. So their team, if, you, if they fall six, seven, eight, you know, the top three teams don't want to play them in the first round. That's a th- they're, they're going to be a very tough out. Um, do I think they can make some noise and make a deep run? No. Um, Westbrook has been too inconsistent for me offensively. I worry about his free throw shooting, only shooting 65% from the line. I don't know what has happened to Russell. Yeah. Listen, Russell and LeBron about drinking the same thing. The, 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 because but, of the top players in the league, Mm-hmm. Those are the only two that, that we have seen that aren't seven-footers. That, that aren't are shooting. at least 70%. But here's yes. the thing I don't get. LeBron was never 80%, right? LeBron was a 76% guy that somehow has gone to 67%, and it doesn't make sense. Russ, his MVP year was north of 80. For his career prior to last year was always around 78 to 82%. To all of a sudden be at 65%. It's such a bizarre thing. The LeBron thing makes a little more sense because he was never great at it. Russ was a really reliable free throw shooter at one point in it time. It becomes mental. I, I, was a, yeah. I, was, I was a bad free throw shooter in my career. and I made him win a count in the playoffs, but during the season, I think my career, I'm like 60%. You could never get your routine either. Sometimes yeah, he was off, off the line. line. Sometimes yeah, he was on I the was. line. Sometimes you I'm impressed that you know that. Man. I'm impressed that you know that. Man, you, you need but to yeah. go somewhere. So I think it's mental. A consistent routine. Because when I got traded to Dallas, they had a, they had a shooting coach. And yes. he like put me through this whole routine, he threw me all the way off. I was, I <laughs> fit, yeah. He threw me. I haven't been the same since then. <laughs> I was never the same. I blame, I blame the shooting coach in Dallas for this. But I just think it's mental, though, for LeBron and Westbrook. I think once you get in those bad ruts mm-hmm. and, and you start missing free throws, especially when the game on the line and it counts and your yes. teammate depends on you and you got to answer those tough questions at the end of the night because you didn't make your free throws, I think it becomes more mental. But it goes towards everything. This Every time we have discussion about the Thunder, it's how inconsistent they are between Russ and his shooting, the team playing, them having to go on a 24 run to beat the Pacers. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't know which team is going to show up. They're so inconsistent. Well, and listen, we we have kind of we we've done a lot of vacillating on this team throughout the year. But at one point in time, you asked the question, man, if the Thunder climb up to the one line, could Paul George be the MVP? That was the peak of their season. They were, mm-hmm. I think, three and a half games out of first in the West. Paul right. George playing the best basketball of his life. We were talking about what a great move it was for him to stay. Mm-hmm. Now we're six weeks later, and it's like, are they going to be one and done in the playoffs again? Is that is it two years of Russ and Paul George? That's yeah. how that One of our go? biggest problems is what we saw, because we saw Paul George. We saw him dominant. We saw Russ take that second seat. But our other problem is our fan, our friend Vinny, V, v who sat here. Money. He was like, I talked to Golden goodwill. State Warriors, and they are afraid of OKC more so than Houston. And it was like, well, man, he got that from, from, from the Warriors. So we include that in the show. So that's a part of it. Finally, 
Michael Rappaport stops by Undisputed to outline LeBron and the Lakers' demise. Last summer, I think it's in July there, so after mm. LeBron came to L.A. Um, Michael, mm. when you hear that, how disappointed are you in this Lakers season? I, I will say this. Fool me once, shame on me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fool me twice, shame on Shannon Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, 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 am, I am not disappointed. I, 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 I blame myself. But, but let me just go over some of the, the lowlights of this season. Uh -huh. The Lakers lost the first three games of the season, gave 143 points to the Spurs. Should have known there the Rondo CP3 Spitgate. You don't go to protect your teammates. You go to protect your fellow banana boat guy. You serenaded a Boston Celtic Bob Cousy and Dave Cowens shed a tear. Elgin Baylor and Jerry West were ashamed. And then, mm -hmm. and then he led Anthony Davis astray. He did. That wasn't his agent. Mm -hmm. That was LeBron James. If I was Hater. Anthony Davis, I would fire Rich Paul as my agent. He made Anthony Davis, who's he made Anthony ask for a trade. Ask for a trade. We'll get it worked out. And then Anthony Davis became a distraction. The irony is, right now, LeBron James is playing more minutes a game than Anthony Davis. Shame. Shame. He claimed himself to be the GOAT. The best thing since the All-Star break has been the signing of Andre Ingram and the entire Laker team running around the gym like ninth-grade cheerleaders mm -hmm. when Lance Stevenson made a guy Dance fall. Lance. fall. Yep. And, then, and, then, and then to top it off, he had his trainer. Because you know if you're a big star, you have people sign non-disclosures. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So his trainer t tweeted out or Instagrammed out a whole thing about the pain he suffered. Yeah. And, physical and therapist. The phys yeah. His physical yeah. therapist yeah. about the pain he suffered. Mm -hmm. Why didn't Paul George's uh, physical therapist or Gordon Hayward's <laughs> physical therapist, these guys broke their legs in half. No one tweeted out the pain they suffered. But yeah. LeBron James did. And then they the, missed their entire season. Then, mm -hmm. You don't think they went through pain and suffering? This guy had a little groin injury. He missed. Oh, he, he, if, and she said, well, if he, he should have missed six months, he only missed six weeks. Well, share with us what he did. Is he, is he that much dedicated? Yes. To, really? He's, he's doing TV shows and, this, and he's that much more dedicated? The whole thing is shenanigans. This, this season, oh, no, this season is not how the West is won. Mm. It's been a disaster. Mm. And I, I'm going to tell you something. I was going to bring my broom, the same broom that I brought to Cleveland, Okay, and I was the same room that I brought to Golden State last year, and I was going to bring it here because this mess needs to be cleaned up. <laughs> it needs to be cleaned. No one's coming to the Lakers. No one wants to be around this toxic environment. I didn't. I didn't know this about you when I first met you. I Love thought you. you were a good guy, but I see it. It's all in you. This, this haterism. You've been around Skip far too long, and that's the exact same shirt he had on on July 10th, 2018. Oh, I wasn't going to bring it up. I was. Wait, it was in the shirt yeah, in the was, clip. That's pretty similar. Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was a statement. Did you? <laughs> it's no? your look. It's your That's look. hilarious. Really? Yeah, you, know. you didn't know that? You rock it. I you thought that was it. on purpose. Go ahead, Skip. Go ahead. I don't, I don't want to speak behind Who is going to come in and save the day? Jimmy Butler? You guys, this is going to go like this. Go. Oh, no one wants to good. be around this Yeah, I, I get it. You feeling good because you think you're going to get Kyrie and KD oh, and you're going to get the ping pong ball and get here. Zion, whatever. You saw the words come out of my mouth. I thought they were going to make the Western Conference Finals. Shame on me. Because you hate her. Shame on me. So, I hate to pile on, but... No, you don't. Do it. Jump yeah, I, on them. Sure. <laughs> get on the pile. Ago, this happened, and this man texted me and said, the shame of this. But Lance danced on Jeff Green. If we could see this, he stepped on his foot. 
So Jeff Green went, went, went falling into the yep. lane. So Love it you. wasn't like you yeah. crossed him over. And the entire, as you just mentioned, the entire bench celebrates like you just won game seven. What what are you doing? It's it's against Jeff Green's team, yeah. really. The, the Washington Wizards. Wizards. That's your the celebration. Wizards? That's it. That's your okay. season. Yeah, you got to celebrate yeah, yeah. the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, look at this. Uh, Hashtag oh, Javale is on his back on the court. Really, Javale? What are you doing? You got offended. Javale. I love Javale, but you got offended when Shaq had you on checking a fool. He on his foot. Big deal. He tripped him. He Act tripped like him. Been look at the bench. Look at the bench. That's all they have. They go crazy to celebrate. So guess what happened last night in Phoenix? Jeff Green actually body bagged. Who was it? Dragon Bender? Yeah. 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 Banged it on his Bender. head. Yeah, here he is. He dunks. And look what the Wizards bench does. They do, they're, they're clowning the Lakers. They're clowning the Los Angeles Lakers. It has come to this for the Lakers. Everybody that does Jeff this. Green skill. dunks on Dragon Bender, and their bench says, oh, we'll do what the Lakers did. They're, they're just making fools of the Los Angeles Lakers. Will bench. Chamberlain is turning yeah. over in right. his grave. He's shame. No, he is not. ashamed of it. But here's the thing. Everybody does this. When James Harden hit the step back or he's dancing on people, everybody runs on the court. This is not new to the Lakers. You want to you get down on the Lakers because they're not in the playoffs. You wouldn't say anything if they were in the playoffs. They're not. They had a bad. You know what they're not? And you know what, Shannon? For some reason, every day, and I'm a fan, I am a fan of this show. I watch this show when I'm not on. I'm excited to be here. For some reason, Shannon Sharp, you keep bringing up when the Lakers were the fourth seed, when the Lakers were the fourth seed. That was a couple of days after the Los Angeles Clippers were the one seed. Hey, you're talking about the, when the Lakers were the fourth seed. When was that? Last year. No. It was nothing, literally last year. It never happened year. this year. Last year. But, but, uh, the Clippers were the number one seed a couple were, of days before that. They were also the fifth, sixth, and sixth. They were in they the playoffs. Okay. Stock they, dropping. But this notion that LeBron James is a bum all of a sudden. He's not a not, bum. Look what he's done to the Lakers this year. It's been, it's been a mess. He's done to no Lakers? This is what he's done. If you don't mind me asking. He quit me, on them. They quit on him. Tell me, tell me what those, those players that, that's on this team that you that he brought in here, can you tell me what they did at their previous stops? Who? You, who? you mean the players that he brought in? The Rondo? The no, he, the he, no, he magic him. No. Yo, oh, so he just works there. They just they don't say, hey, LeBron, Mr. Goat. By the way, he declared himself <laughs> the goat. Goat. Mr. Mr. goat. Mr. Yeah. Goat, what do you Big think of this sheep. guy? Do you get along with Rondo? Do you get along Hashtag with Beasley? Big horn sheep. Yeah, let me tell you something. You know better. You know the details. You, you know, know the behind the let scenes. Me, let me ask you a question. Your first movie, yes. you didn't ask for a whole lot. You was like, okay, whatever you want to do, okay, we take our break now. Now that you've been proficient at it, now you ask things. So LeBron, That's right. Go, LeBron and I'm go, not even LeBron James, so I do ask things. No, but LeBron goes to a different location. You got to hold back. You're like, okay. Oh, I just work here. I, yeah, I just, uh, okay, okay, I just show up. I just work here. And oh, Where do we show up? And oh, okay. That's how Jenny was. Jenny, when Jenny used to fill in, she's like, oh, how you, yeah, sure. Wait, no. wait how did I get brought in into this? his first movie, he won Mira Sorvino, <laughs> the Academy Award. Yeah. Am I right about yeah, one that? Of first, one of my first. One of my first. It was, it was first. not your very first, yeah, but that but, was a Woody Allen and I showed up on set humble. Now I ask questions. And I'm, but I'm not Brad Pitt. I'm not Leonardo DiCaprio. Why are you this asking questions then? What, but Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, they dictate the schedule. They dictate the co-stars, just like LeBron James does. Don't do that. Come, You know that they no. don't just like, oh, LeBron, we're going to get no. this person, get that Steven person. Steven Spielberg is in charge of the movie. He no. says who's going to be in it. No, he's going to talk to Leonardo, and he's going to say, what LeBron do you think of this? LeBron is not in charge of casting. Yes, he, he is. He left that up to Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson. He's, you know he's, he's in charge Shit. of casting. I He's think in charge you know of casting the NBA. I think you know better. You have to, what do all the GMs say? You have to give the keys to the kingdom when you sign this guy because he and all of his He's, a, he's a Denzel. Yeah. I just want to do my part. 
And hopefully the movie turns out great. Yeah, Denzel just shows up. He doesn't have any say in things. That's why Pat Riley was like, we're not having that. Bye-bye. Yeah, and that's why he's crying. Oh, I can't believe he left me high and dry. Oh, that's theatrics. He he learned that in L.A. Yeah, how's he doing? How's he doing? How's Pat Riley doing? How's the playoff going? How's the finals going? So, Shannon Sharp, that midnight that that, uh, Magic showed up at at the door, right? It was 11 a.m. He started the driveway for hours. Oh, you got those details. Okay. You got those details. So, that night, Magic surely said, you know, I'm thinking about bringing in Rondo and Lance and maybe Michael Beasley. You don't think he said that? That's what they were talking about, the formation of LeBron's Lakers. LeBron probably asked, they said, man, look here, bro. You know, I, I want to come to the Lakers. Tell me what your vision is. Mm-hmm. How are we going to put this thing together? Okay. How, how are we going to uh, assemble a team that can take down Golden State? Okay. How are we going to do that? And and so Magic says this, 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 and this. And LeBron, I guess, said No, and Magic said, look here. Like it. He said, we're going to really go hard after Paul George mm. in 2018. Mm. But if we don't get Paul uh, George. Tw- not- it was last year, 2018. Yeah. Okay. Oh, go, go down. Okay. Right. Yeah. He says, now, if we don't get Paul in 2018, yeah. we still going to have Max. Uh, uh, space available, mm-hmm. and you know 2019 is the year of KD, Kyrie, okay. Kawhi. They're not so, coming. Will you hush? None of them are coming. We're going to make a run at one of those guys, mm-hmm. and now if we can get one of those guys and pair you them with a, a $10 million guy, now we're going to be on something to LeBron. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a year? LeBron mm-hmm. said, I'll give you a year. I believe I can get this team to the playoffs even with whatever you put around me. It didn't happen. He heard his growing, but don't worry about it. Mm. All setbacks. So LeBron said that comeback. night, I don't care what you put around me this coming year. I just year. work here, guys. Right? I'm just <laughs> happy to be here. Yeah. I, I don't think he said you remember that. remember Tupac's biggest album, what happened? After he got out of Clinton Correctional Institute. All lies on me. <laughs> oh, that, that, this is his Tupac moment? All lies. 2019, all lies on it. Uh, can, I, can I quote? Can I quote you? That is a bunch of bull jive. You know it's bull jive. If it smells like bull jive, <laughs> acts like bull jive, it's bull jive. You know the what beginning happened? of the end is happening. None of those dudes are coming to the Los Angeles Lakers. That's what you're Who hoping. wants to be around that toxic, That's toxic what you're environment? Hoping. You know, went to New Orleans and got your little voodoo doll, but it's not gonna work. Oh my mm. God! You say he doesn't control the Lakers. He tried to control the New Orleans Pelicans. No, he didn't. He did. Oh, Anthony, da- Anthony Davis went to him in the beginning of the year and told him he wanted out. He wanted to keep it behind the scenes, but they didn't want to. They didn't want to give in to his wishes. He no longer wanted to play there. Oh, you got that. You got that. You know those behind the scene things. I'm just saying. You're just saying. I'm just. I, 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 if, if I was Anthony Davis, that's how I would have handled it. Hmm. Listen, it's been it's been a mess. I thought thing. I thought they were going to be in the Western. I know it's a mess. The Knicks are a mess. Let's talk about them. Let's bums. change the subject off LeBron James. <laughs> but LeBron, look. LeBron James going to make you and you eat them words in 2019 and 2020. Mm. Okay. That's for certain. Mm. If he's still playing, if his body holds up, and I really hope it does, I don't wish that on any athlete, if his body holds up. I mean, he was complaining about a groin injury. He had his physical therapist uh, send out a tweet First about it. First of all, that's not, his, that's not his personal physical therapist. Oh, you, did it, you, don't, know what a, you know what a non-disclosure is. You yeah. don't think anybody that's touching LeBron James, that was, a, that was another mean, design thing. Plant. First of all, plant. First of all. Hashtag plant. The way I look at the work, the way I look at it like this here. I mean, you're not going to blow the lady up. Why would you go, I did not know this lady. I did not give her authorization. You don't do things like oh, that. You don't? She's very well respected in the Beverly Hills area. You I, know that, Skip Bayless. I, I wa- told you that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, well, hey, so she got authority. Just, just, can, can, yeah. Why don't you say something about LeBron and all the pain he went through? Okay, I'll send this okay, tweet out. Thank you for listening to the Hoops on Fox podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review letting us know what you think of the show.